0: Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
1: Chad Benson loves lemonade. No wonder his show is two parts tart to one part sweet. Time for a refill. Cheers. It is a crazy time in D.C. It's never been crazier, at least in my memory, that I can think of. Joining us now is somebody who's in the midst of all of that. Congressman Andy Biggs and today we had more craziness and that of course was the fact that somebody didn't testify when they were going to testify. Adam Schiff comes out and says, "Oh man, this is it. This is like another thing of obstruction. It's insane, man. How do you live with it there in this insanity?"
0: Oh, man, with first and ketchup. I don't I don't know, Chad. I mean, if you look at this, think about this. This whole narrative on the latest effort to impeach the president um, is has got. First of all, they, they don't have an impeachment inquiry. They don't have really House oversight authority. This is just a committee rooting. So they're, they're sitting around. And this latest thing was over the Ukraine phone call. And remember, before they had any information, they said that, and quote, quote eight times. Remember that. And the next day they said, "Well, okay, well, we have the we have that's good now." He didn't ask explicitly, it was implicitly. And then you go on, and then it was, uh, it was yeah, a cover-up, and then it turns out you can't cover up everything when you've released everything to the public. That's not a cover-up. And then you move into this thing now where they're doing their hearings behind closed doors, they're selectively leaking stuff, selectively leaking stuff, and now what he's arguing is it's not obstruction of justice, not Russian collusion, it's none of this other stuff they've been harping on, it is now obstruction of Congress. Think about that. I don't even know what that means.
1: No, they're making stuff up means. sometimes. I feel, and you know what? I I yeah. think it was uh, uh, Bush's old AG came out and said, you know, here's part of the problem. Part of the problem is Nancy could have appointed anybody else, but Shift gives such the appearance of nothing but somebody who is <laughs> a, who who has a conviction is just looking for a crime.
0: Well, that's exactly right. I mean, I I, I mean that's one of the reasons I did the motion to censure is because Adam Schiff, and then every day that uh, since I dropped it, there's been two or three more things we could add to it, so we're going to have to add to it when we get back, because he should be removed. He shouldn't be sitting there as the chairman. But then think who else are you going to have. The top six they've named, Elijah Cummings, same issue. Jerry Nadler, same issue but incompetent to boot. Maxine Waters, what do I need to say about Maxine Waters? Um, you start looking at it, there is none, nobody that is not tainted They can have it other than I know I know of some people who I think would be fair, uh, at least I mean, I think they would vote for impeachment, but they would be fair.
1: Yeah. You know, who's the guy out of New York? Is it Sean Maloney? Is that his name? I I think that guy's a pretty fair dude. He doesn't come across as it's so tribal that it would we at least I think it would be a fair thing. And uh, but outside of that, you're right. I mean, Maxine, I said last week about Maxine Waters. She looks like a person playing Maxine Waters at this point. (laughs)
0: <laughs> She's a caricature of herself. Yeah. I mean, look, look. what would have happened if, if, if anybody during the Obama administration, uh, if any Republican would have publicly said, we need to go arrest him and put him in solitary confinement? Can you imagine the fallout of that?
1: Was It Wilson that yelled, you're lying, and then he turned out to be right, yeah. but by then he was already, you know, deemed the, uh, the the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. We're talking to Congressman Andy Figgs. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So,
1: let, let's talk about immigration, because for all this stuff, you know, like eight weeks ago, 12 weeks ago, it was concentration camps, it was all of this sadness. I don't see anything really moving in the way that I think people should. You've got people coming out talking about a million in the fiscal year that were apprehended at the border, and it is... It's, it's crazy and what is going on because you and I've been down there. You've been down there a thousand times. I've been to pretty much every border from Yuma to Tucson to El Paso. I mean what's happening?
0: Well, um so the the big surge that we had has kind of slowed down, but you're still having three to five times as many people per month apprehended as we had um in a normal year, right? I mean so so you have sixty thousand apprehended instead of twelve thousand apprehended, at the border uh, in uh, in September. So when you look at it, you say, oh well, it's down. So that's that's fine. But we we're building the fence in certain places. We've now put up all the all the facilities to handle another big surge because we don't know when the next big surge is going to come. But we are facing the fact that. Chad, you're still getting four and five times as many people coming in that are surrendering as you normally would have. We've got uh, increases of drug traffic from across the border. Um, and the Democrats now, uh, its it, it, I, let's just face it, it's, it's impeachment every day, all day long, every breath they take. It's not about um what we you know the other issues of the country whether whether it be the the border uh USMCA um it just it just doesn't matter it's all about impeachment.
1: No, Yeah, it is. Talking to Congressman Andy Biggs. And again, the media, you know, we talk about the yellow journalism. You go back to Hearst and, uh, and you know, a lot of the stuff that happened way back when, and they're also pushing for it because they're a business and those kids' eyes, and they want people to watch and click and all of that stuff, so it, it just feels mm-hmm. like we're headed in such a direction, because it's more about the show, trial, and the battle than it is about the outcome, because I don't think the media wants Trump to go anywhere because that means they're going to have to cover somebody that That's not him, and I don't know if they'll like that. All right, last uh, thing, and I appreciate you coming on today. Uh, Syria yesterday, I didn't agree with it. I'm not a Trump apologist. I'm not a defender. Uh, I I want my president to do well. I will criticize him where I think he he deserves to be. Uh, McSally came out today. I, I quite frankly, don't see what is going on, why we're doing that. The Kurds are one of our only, any kind of resemblance of an ally in an area where we are not beloved. And, uh, quite frankly, I don't think it's it's a good thing.
0: Well, here's where you and I might disagree a little bit here. Um, What's going on is that you've got the Kurds. They're effectively paid mercenaries. That's what they were. We paid them. We gave them materiel. That's what we did. Um, Right now, we're we're having to take care of and pay for all this 10,000 ISIS prisoners. Many of them are citizens of NATO countries. None of the other NATO countries will even take them back. Um, and so the fear is ultimately where the, where the Kurds are going to go. They're going to align themselves with Assad in Syria. They basically are already there. They're going to be uh, aligning themselves with Assad. And the question I would ask you, and I would ask anybody who's critical of this, because there's two questions. Number one, they say, well, you know, you're going to have an increase in the chaos. I would, I would dare you to go back and look at the number of ISIS people and where they were before we intervened. And tell me that we have solved the chaos or we have reduced the chaos. The chaos is exacerbated the entire time we've been there. And if you think we have to protect the Kurds now, tell me when we're not going to have to protect the Kurds.
1: Well, I, uh, my fear is we leave Erdogan moves in; it's a mass slaughter. Everybody's looking around, and then all of a sudden, we have to do something when it comes to Turkey, and that becomes even in an, an uglier situation in a region yeah. that that could potentially be ugly. Again, they've done so much of the heavy lifting, the Kurds, and it, it, it could get ugly fast. And that—that's my Chad, big fear. Just a,
0: real, just a real quick point on the on the Kurds. One thing to understand is that the Kurds were in uh, they, they were in Turkish territory west uh, Turkish territory west of the Euphrates. When the Turks came in, the Kurds retreated across. There were no massacres. There were no mass mass massacres going on. The president has basically given them, uh, given the Turk Turkish leader er- Erdogan, uh, a, basically an ultimatum: don't don't get involved in massacring the Kurds. And it gets back to the same point that he was making in his campaign. And that many of us have talked about. Explain to me what we're doing there when we don't even have uh, a congressional authority to be there. And we, as long as we're not going to have congressional authority to be there and not uh, use an updated, correct use of force, uh, then. What is the point of, of our U.S. Constitution when it comes to, to foreign affairs like, like this?
1: Well, time and, will tell, yeah. man. Time will tell. You yeah. go relax. Yeah. Get ready for the battle that's going to be. Of course, I'm sure we'll see you everywhere and always right here. Congressman Andy Biggs, as always. Appreciate you coming always, on today, Chad. Andy.
0: Love, Love being with you always, Chad.